Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met... Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits. It was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around. It's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. High five. Welcome to a brand new episode of DDP Radio Live right here at DDPRadio.com. As always, my name is Mike Mullins, and this week I am broadcasting live, not from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, but a secluded condo in the woods of New Hampshire where I am visiting uh, my my mom and my brother and my niece and my, my sister-in-law and my family. Um, it is uh, lovely to be back, uh, so we're going to try to finagle together a show with the resources I have here, and I apologize for any audio issues to come, but I raced back from dinner because I'm like, you know what? You know what, Crystal? I'm like, I could take this week off, but my people need me. The people need inspiration. <laughs> they need me, baby. So uh, here we are tonight, and uh, how are you, Crystal? I'm good. You know... I was just thinking, you're come, you're kind of like Carmen San Diego. I never know where you're gonna be. <laughs> Carmen San Diego, like more like Eric Cartman San Diego, more as well. More like <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. oh, I trust, trust me, my my life is far less interesting than anyone would ever know. <laughs> well, uh, as always, um, while I'm here. Uh, vacationing away in, in New England. You've been back at the fort, slaving away, pulling together a, a guest list and uh, an amazing show is going up. I think you're booked through 2024 at this point. I don't even know how far you book ahead. But every week you're bringing us some, some amazing stories and, and, and amazing inspirational tales of uh, some incredible people. And from what I have understood, you tonight have got us booked uh, an incredible guest to uh, keep the street going of incredible guests yeah. that you've been uh, providing us for, for months and months on end. So without any further ado, I would love for you to introduce who we got tonight on deck. Sure. And I apologize in advance because I know I'm going to mess up her middle name. So Diane cussed us out Wilson. Thanks to her chemistry teacher. Um, is our Warrior of the Week this week, and we are thrilled to have her. We have to, we had to reschedule her appearance due to the recent hurricane, 
and you know, Mother Nature, I am told, is on her best behavior for tonight. Um, Diane has an amazing story, and I'm so grateful to have her on the air, and I can't wait for you to hear all about it. So this week, please welcome my friend Diane to the show. Hello. This is Diane. Hello, Diane. The 73 Hi, years young health nut. <laughs> <laughs> 73 years young. Oh, well, well, yes. can you, you do me a quick favor and, and pronounce your name for us, saying I'm pretty sure that Crystal just murdered it. <laughs> no, she didn't. She did awesome because my oh. history teacher couldn't pronounce my name. And so he said, okay, Diane cussed us out. Wilson. Oh, yes. That's, it's like that's, Martha okay. married George Washington, but yeah. Well, but I well that's thank, a great way to remember it. Yeah, I want I want to thank you for this opportunity, seriously, and for anybody that's listening. That hopefully I can say something interesting that might help them, because this program has really helped me. Anyway, okay, well, I'm ready. <laughs> We, well, we appreciate that, too, and we appreciate you being here, and, and, and thank you for sticking with us while we rescheduled that last show, um, and, uh, and I'm really excited to talk to you, and, and Crystal, great job pronouncing the name, and uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to chatting with you tonight, but um, I'm going to try to do best I can here. I, I uh, have a little bit of a slow connection, so I'm trying to try to back off so I don't step all over your toes when you're trying to talk, but... Uh, we always have one standard question here. Every warrior of the week, every warrior, every superhero needs an origin story. How'd you get here? What got you to this point? And uh, take me through, pack uh, your life, and what made you really take this dive into uh, DDPY to uh, make these changes in your life? Yes, awesome. Unfortunately, I had a diverticulitis attack. I don't know if you know what that is, but it it deals with the colon and I ended up in the emergency room, and it, the pain was, like, worse than having a baby. And um, anyway, I got through that, and it was a period of recovery getting over that. And I joined two Facebook groups that dealt with this type of pain. And there were two women that I remember seeing that had been, like, what you call gym rats. And they had uh, said that, like, when they started back exercising – they had a relapse and and another attack, and it was like I did not want to go through that again, so I totally quit exercising. And so that was, I was 68 then, and then by uh, 69, my because I didn't work out or do anything, my muscles started to atrophy. And it got to where, I don't know if you ever noticed, I don't know if you guys are old enough yet to when you're walking up the stairs and you notice it's getting a little hard. No, you wouldn't because you're doing DDPY. <laughs> but it was hard for me to get up the stairs. I'd fallen down them a couple of times. And if anybody knows my story, it was like getting off the commode was it was a struggle. And because of this nurse practitioner who worked in a, it was a, um, rehab facility, not a retirement home, and and she she said that they would not release their patients until they could get off the commode without assistance. 
and here I am struggling, and just the thought of getting older and maybe something happening to Tim, and, you know, I just didn't want to be dependent on anybody to help me get off the john or get off the floor. I was having a problem with that, too. And so I didn't say anything to anybody because I didn't know if anybody in my family ever had any issues like that. And But then the Mother's Day of... Um, when I was 69 years old, we went to visit my daughter and her husband, who was in the Navy, and they lived about a oh, seven, eight-hour drive away. And I admitted to them I was having issues. And they told me about Diamond Dallas Page and this guy that, you know, it changed, this program changed his life. And they, they found the video, and they had me watch the video, and my son-in-law signed up so that I could you know, get familiar with the app and see if I like doing it. And I went home and I started for about, I can't remember, it might have been 10 days. I remember I ordered a heart rate monitor, but I ended up never using it because I went to the grocery store, picked up a case of water to put in my shopping cart, hurt my back, and I did nothing after that. But I had joined the Facebook group, the private Facebook group, and I kept Mm -hmm. every now and then, you know, stalking, as they say, you know, I'd pop in there, and these people and their transformation stories were just awesome. And I did that for about a year and a half, but the thing was, Crystal and Mike, I never saw anybody my age or my weight and I, and I was, like, really embarrassed to um, get back into it. But it just got so bad that I, I just I said, I've, I've got to do something, and I did make a post. And I ended up just posting a photo of my arm. I didn't even show my body because I'm like, these people are going to think I am crazy, you know, because I'm not here to lose weight. I just want to get off the john and off the floor. And the response I got was so overwhelming. It was just unbelievable that how they reached out to me and, you know, encouraged me. And, and I will tell you this, and then I'll, I'll be quiet, but it was like <laughs> this lady named Michelle Fairchild. She posted, and, and this is like maybe 40 or 50 comments down, something like that. I read through all those, and then one day I saw hers, and it, she said something like, it's not going to happen overnight, you know, but just start. Just start and keep going, and then maybe, you know, two weeks from now, a month from now, three months from now, a year from now, you're going to be a different person. And that put me over yeah. the edge. And I tell people that, you know, if she hadn't done that, I mean, it might have been another six months or a year before I started this program, you know. But I did. I, I started. That's, that's how I got started. Wow. Um, that's, that's, that's absolutely incredible. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, well, no, I love that. First of all, I hate anybody in a gym that makes someone feel bad for trying to better themselves. First of all, let me put that out there. It is the most ass-backwards thing I could ever, uh, you know, even think about because that's why you're there to begin with. But it takes a lot of courage and a lot of, like, you know, it takes a lot to get started at something when you're so intimidated by it. 
And and when you finally get started and to get those setbacks, that's oftentimes can just be a game changer and, and, a, and a game ender for you. But despite those setbacks, you kept going forward. You still, you know, made the effort to keep trying and keep trying and get back on the horse. And there's such a such beautiful, uh, something beautiful about that. And the fact that you're having the success after having those setbacks that a lot of people probably would have, you know, put them off the game. I mean, that's, that's such a beautiful testament to your strength and your power that you have in yourself. Yes. I, I just, I didn't want to de- be dependent on anybody. I mean, that just, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it gets, when you start, when you struggle with like running a race or like, you know, doing something really extreme, that's one thing, but when, you know, we get to the point in our lives where, where the daily activities we used to take for granted become really difficult, it's it's a really yes. hard thing to kind of manage and deal with. Yes, how it's did scary. you deal with, you know, the mentality of that? Like something I could do fine yesterday is difficult today. It's something we're all going to have to deal with eventually, but, you know, you were dealing with it in such an extreme way. Uh, how did that kind of affect you? Uh, maybe maybe I could put it this way. I, I guess I was, I, I started, I was just doing it like maybe three times a week. I was going according to what the program said. And it it wasn't, it it's like it wasn't that difficult, well, it was difficult for me, okay, because I think I started with uh, standing with chair, and my balance was so bad I had to go back down to, just chair which kind of felt demeaning you know it's like oh my god I can't even like do this other thing but I I don't know I guess I I think I was so determined to get my strength and my balance back that you know I just I just stuck it out I just did it I mean um I will tell you though that when I when I did start to improve and I noticed I wasn't having, um, well, I would have some difficulty doing some moves and stuff. I would, I, I quit doing that workout, which I regret that I, I did that. Um, it was, and I don't know that I knew about making the modifications yet because I just jumped in. You know, it's like I didn't really listen to any of his videos, those initial videos or anything. You know what I'm saying? I just yep. kind of jumped yep. in. And, um, but then, well, I'll give you an example. Like I had a motivational buddy that would do red hot core. And I mean, I saw posts where there were, somebody had this, what do you call it? A meme where this guy is crying. He did, he did red hot core and he got no points for it, you know? (laughs) And then there would be women that would be cussing. They did red hot core. It was so hard. And, you know, after a couple of months, I said, well, I'm just going to try this. I'm just going to see why this woman likes doing this so much. And um, I almost threw up after I I did it. And I got that feeling that, like, chlorine in my nose. Do you all ever get that sense of chlorine getting? I mean, that was new to me, and it burns, you know. But um, I said, well, I'm not not ever going to do that workout again. But (laughs) I I, I did the other workout, you know, that was in that queue, whatever, that menu. And it was like I noticed I was getting stronger. And 
a month later, I did Red Hot Court, and I got through it. And that was just the best feeling. I think just knowing that I would stick it out, no matter if it bothered me or what, I was after that feeling of accomplishment. It was so exhilarating to know that I did something that I couldn't do before. I mean, that, that's just really what's kept me going this whole time. I mean, the greatest thing about this program is we all start, every single person that's been to this program, we all start at the beginning, whatever that is. Yeah, wherever you are, you can start, which is great, because when I injured myself, I mean, I did, you know, the bed um, bed flex, I think it was called, you know. Yep. Um, and I really... And it was like I'd never done that before, and it was like, oh, my God, I really like working out in the bed. I mean, it was like, that's very comfortable. Um, Yeah, it's um, incredibly adaptable. It meets you where you are, which is perfect. And, I mean, like I said, we're all diamonds. We're all different sizes, all different shapes. We're just trying to find our strength. Right, diamonds in the rough. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and perfect, doesn't it perfect. take, like, you got to be under a lot of pressure. Isn't that what makes a diamond? You're just under a tremendous amount of pressure, and, you know. Yeah, that's and, what, and, you know, yeah. a lot of the, the hardest things in, in, in life come due to rough patches or pressure or stressful moments because it forces us to, take uh, account of what's going on and just and, and be the best version of ourselves and, and, and make things happen for ourselves. Cause nothing easy. You don't make progress. Usually when times are easy, you make it when it's hard. Right. And, and one of the things that I like to tell people, I mean, it was like, so a, a lady named um, Amanda Blocker encouraged me to do my first um, positively unstoppable challenge. And it was like, when I started doing it, it was like I couldn't believe the number of people that had these setbacks. It was like they'd have these obstacles and stuff. And sure enough, I mean, the same thing happened to me when I ran into a, a trailer hitch um, on my husband's car, and it hit me right below the knee. And, and I mean, I, I had it x-rayed and everything, and I think it was like they said it was a contusion or something, and it would take like six weeks to heal. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I just started this challenge, you know, and um, it hurt. Um, but then I, it was like I realized that it's like how can you prove to somebody that you are unstoppable? How can I prove to myself that I'm unstoppable if nothing ever presents itself to stop me, you know? If it was just a piece of cake, I mean, you know, how would you really know you were unstoppable? If everything, you know what I'm saying? Yes, good point. Yeah. So there were a lot of us that year that were tested, you know. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's this theory that I heard on one of my hospital visits, and it said that maybe you were handled maybe you were handed a difficult journey to see if you were strong enough to get through it. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, so maybe uh, you, I, you, you... Oh, I'm so sorry, Crystal. Go ahead. 
It's okay. No, so, you know, maybe you were just challenged to see if you were strong enough to take the bull by the horns. Yes, and I don't know what it is about me, but, Crystal, I love a challenge. I mean, me too. I mean, seeing these young kids do this stuff, it was like, you know, I'm putting it on my bucket list. You know, I want to do a black crow. Uh, am I saying that right? Is it a black crow? I mean, you know. Yep. yep. I, and I've actually tried a couple of times. <laughs> I mean, it was like, I, it keeps me young. It keeps me feeling young. And being with these young ones, like, and and now, thank God, a couple of years later, we do have some that are my age and older but back when I did it, it that was really tough. Not not seeing anybody my age. I mean, that was, you know. But I tell oh. you, this this tribe was really good. They like adopted me or something. I don't. I could not have done it without them. Seriously. Hey, uh, Diane, real quick, do you have the volume um, up on your phone or your computer? Because we're getting a horrible echo. And uh, it's, it, I think it might ruin the audio, so I want to just make sure everything's fine before we keep going. Oh, um, I mean, I'm talking to you on on a landline. I have my computer on. Do I need to turn my computer off? I mean, um, I, I, if you turn the volume down, I think that might be why it's echoing. Is the volume on the computer going? It's off now. Is this okay. any better? Let me check right here. Yep, perfect. That's exactly what was, what it was. Thank you so much. I just wanted it to be a nice show for you. And I was getting tripped up here myself back and forth, and I texted Crystal because I thought it was me because we have a, a, a weird situation here. So I just want to make sure everything was fine. Oh, that's that's really great because this is the first time I've ever done anything like this, and you all are just <laughs> making me feel so comfortable. Thank you. Oh, no problem well, whatsoever. Oh, I, I think it's back again. <laughs> Crystal, is, is it working on your end? No, it's um, there is an echo, but I think it just might be a connection issue. Okay, that's like, fine. We'll I'll, we'll get through it. You want me to move to another room or something? Nope. Nope. Okay. I don't. I think it should be fine. I, I it, it's slight and it, and it seems better now. Sometimes when people like listen to the show on speakerphone or. Or if the volume's up too hard in the computer, we get a weird echo. But as long as everyone can hear each other, I think we should be fine. What? Oh, well, I've got my speakerphone on my phone. Oh, oh I don't you know, know what? How... That's probably what it is. That Let might be it. I... Let me see how I can turn it off. What if okay. we get if, disconnected? If, 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 um, if we get disconnected, just call the same number you, you did before. I'll make it sound seamless. <laughs> I, okay, y'all, I don't know how to turn it off. I'm pressing the button that I turned it on with, but I don't know how to get it off. You want me to call back well, in? Yeah, why don't you call back in without the speakerphone, and then I think that'll be better. Okay, let me sure. do it right now. Thank you so much. Yeah, okay. I'll, we'll work our magic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I was. I know that I was getting tripped up, and I know that you know, listening to it, the people listening at home might have a problem with it, and I want people to be able to hear Diane's story uh, in its entirety, how it was meant to be. So uh, we'll try to get that audio fixed, uh, and uh, hopefully that'll work. Because I was getting tripped up on my own voice hitting about thirty seconds later, so it's it was going to be a heck yeah. of a show. <laughs> 
I mean, it's difficult on the best of parts from another country. So it's, um, yeah, it was fun. (laughs) It was, and it's incredible we're able to get this done nowadays with the technology they have in general, how amazing it is that we can all talk to each other from different parts of the world. It's, you know, we're lucky to have that, but all right, let's see if that helped at all. Hello? Hello? Hi, Diane. Can you hear me? That sounds, yes. Okay. That sounds way better. Thank you so much okay. for, way better. For, for doing that. Okay, sorry about that. Now, we'll, let's get back into the show, and I'll make it sound like this never happened. Going <laughs> <laughs> to edit right. so, this out, right? <laughs> yes. yes. Um, so, uh, so, Diane, uh, tell me about it, because a lot of people's inspiration in the world comes from seeing versions of themselves in, in media or popular culture or seeing people like them achieving things that they want to do. And you were saying that part of the reason things were hard for you is you never saw people like you out doing stuff like this. What did it mean right. to you to be that person now that somebody can look up to you and think like, oh, my God, she's doing that. I can do that too. Oh, I have chill bones just you talking about that because when I started, it was like I was doing this for me. I mean, you know, I wanted – I had my goals, Okay. And it wasn't until um, I talked to a lady, Aurora Moda, and we talked a good while, and I'll not ever forget, she's maybe half my age, I I think she's 40-something, I don't know, and just hearing her say how I inspired her, and it made her think about when she gets my age, she wants to be able to do what I'm doing, you know, she doesn't she wants to have her mobility and everything. You know what I'm saying? And it was like that just it, it that just kind of added uh, fuel to my fire, so to speak. And it was it, I was uncomfortable at first hearing other people they would make comments like "You're my hero," and I still really don't understand why they would say that. And but just to know that. I'm showing them that when they get older, they don't have to be like maybe their grandparents that are just right. in a wheelchair or something like that. And I've, I've learned because I can't remember any of my family members being in that kind of shape when they were older. I mean, they did have some issues, but mobility just never seemed to be one of them. But I've learned that there are a lot of – there. If if you grow up and you see that your grandparents are like bed bound or whatever, you know it's it would be hard to overcome that. Like then when you start later in life having issues, and um, mm-hmm. and I will tell you when when I had this surgery, which I was really kind of dreading going through that because I didn't know what I'd be doing, how I would react to that surgery, but it was like. I thought, well, this is a way to prove to people you have to be in shape before you go have surgery. And, I mean, this was an unexpected surgery. I I mean, I hadn't been in the hospital for like 40-some years. I mean, when I had my daughter, um, that was the last time I ever spent in the hospital overnight. And you'd think I'd be terrified, especially after you know, just getting through COVID, and not me getting through COVID, but, you know, the restrictions and all that. But I had such peace, 
And I know it was because there were a lot of people in this community that were praying for me, and they'd been encouraging me before the surgery and then after the surgery. And um, I, I said I, that was that was another goal for me to come back. I wanted to prove to people one I could do it, and two they can too. But it takes a lot out of you, especially when you're older. And I don't know if you guys even think about having surgery when you're older. I never did. I I never did. Even when I'm in my 60s, I never thought about having surgery when I'm older. But to know that this program can help you get in shape, you know, and if you did it to lose the weight, I want to encourage people, just keep doing it. Just keep moving your body because you never know what's going to be in your future, you know? Right. Did I answer what do your you question? Think, <laughs> sorry, okay, Diane. What what yes. do you think is harder to change, your mindset or your body to get in shape? Well, it probably takes both, but I think first it, I think first you have to do it in your mind. I I'm a very visual person and um you know, like initially my goals were just to get off the john, get off the floor, but then later when I found out Dallas had a book and I saw a picture of Terry Manges Lang, I think is yep. her name, in that bikini, oh, my God, it was like, well, I never even thought, I mean, I didn't even think about how that could help flatten my stomach. I mean, I did lose weight. Um, not that I really had to, but I always felt like I would have liked to have weighed a little less, and right now I do weigh about 15 pounds less than when I started the program, and I feel really good. Go. And and I tell people, you just have to be comfortable in the, you know, in the skin you're in. You know, don't let somebody else dictate to you what you think you should weigh, because I've had a lot of people that said, oh, you've lost too much weight. Well, and I did when I got like maybe five pounds below what I am now, and I really didn't like seeing pictures of myself. But, but um, yeah, it's you just whatever you feel comfortable doing. But I do believe it happens in your mind because when I saw that picture of her, I I made copies of that picture of her. I put them on my dresser, I put them on my refrigerator door, you know, and we have a dispenser on the outside of the freezer door. And my husband would have to put his cup, you know, to get water. He'd be right there, and there's her picture in the bikini. I'm sure he enjoyed seeing her every day. But, <laughs> but that, but that, you know, that stuff that kept me going when I'm working out in my bedroom in front of my dresser mirror by myself, and I, I put her picture on my dresser too. Um, I would envision that Dallas was there watching me work out. I mean. You know, it was like I just I wanted to do the best I could, you know. And I would, and I kept a journal. I'm sorry, I'm just running on and on. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, no, of course, absolutely. Go okay. for it. Okay, I, I kept a journal. I, the app is great, but I I wanted a daily journal for myself because what I would do is then I could write down what workout I did, how many calories I burned, and then it was like I could go back through the week or the week before and see how many calories I burned the last time I did that workout. And I would be constantly trying to engage my muscles more so that I would be 
in my green zone more and burn more calories that way. It was just easier for me to keep a journal like that. Well, I, I would be remiss to ask because I know there's a lot of people that are asking. They did an awesome video on you a little while back that we got over 1 million views on the video. It went yeah. viral. You know, people were talking about it. I want you to talk about the origins of that video for you and what it meant. And then you have to answer, I got a lot of people asking about the championship belt, the famous uh, DDPY inspirational hey. championship belt. Tell us about the video and how you responded to that and how that felt. And then tell us uh, about that gift that was bestowed upon you uh, from DDP. Okay. Well, what happened was I had my surgery. Well, first off, um, I was a finalist in the 2021 mm-hmm. uh, Positively Unstoppable Challenge, and Dallas invited me, and there were seven others of us to Atlanta, and we had like a two-day event, and they photographed us. They interviewed us. We got, a, we got to do a lot of neat things. But um, So they took parts of the interview that I did, and that's the first live interview I ever did, but I'd met Paige like an hour before that, and I was so nervous, and she said, well, they'll edit out. Because I was even today I was afraid I'm going to freeze up talking to you guys because I just don't do this kind of thing all the time. But so they had, they had that audio of me, and they showed some of, some of that video, and then they took clips of the, the um, videos I provided for the challenge, and Dylan... I think it's Dylan Farmer did an awesome job putting it together. And then Dallas called me, I think it was two weeks after my surgery, like it's 7.30 in the morning on a Saturday, and he's surprised <laughs> I'm asleep. I mean, you know, it was like, really? I mean, I was in so much pain, I'd be... I'd be watching every four hours when I could take my pain meds, you know. And so sometimes if I could fall asleep, <laughs> I would just sleep, you know. But anyway, he was so he was he sounded really excited and he said he wanted he wanted me to see something and he he said he sent me a link and my husband and I we watched it and we cried. And I can't remember if Dallas called back or I called him back to I guess I guess he was wanting my approval, you know, to go ahead with it because it did have pictures of me in, in my bikini, which – and can I just say this, that that – I did that, and it may make women uncomfortable seeing me in that bikini, but when you see all these women that are losing all this weight, and you can see it, you can see it in your face, you can see it in their body with their clothes on, you could not see the transformation that was happening to me unless I took some clothes off. And, I mean, I talked to my husband about this. You know, was he okay with me doing this? Because I said, this program's awesome, but how are they going to really see? How are they going to see if I get these abs, you know, this, well, I don't have a six-pack yet. I'm working on it. But anyway, so uh, where was I? So they... Two weeks after I have the surgery and they post it, and the response that I got from people was just unbelievable. And you're, this is somebody, 72, 
who had major lung surgery and is wondering, am I going to come back from this, you know? And to see, and it's like, I don't know, his name's Rocco Lorenzo. He said, isn't it cool to have to have a motivational video of yourself, like, motivating you? I mean, that's what it was. And I, I watched that video a lot because it helped remind me what I did once and helped me believe I could do it again. You're incredible. Wow. I'm- you you really are. You're such an inspiration to a lot of people, and the championship belt is fitting. You know, a lot of times society convinces us that we're supposed to be fruitful when we're young, and in, in, in old, in, when we as we get older into older age, we're supposed to just sit back on the recliner and fade away. That's I mean, there's a lot of messaging in, in society that kind of pushes us towards that way. And I know how we have a lot of people in this community. They're old, older, you know, we've got all the way up to 80 years old, you guys who are 80 years old, all the way down to teenagers doing this. And it's so cool that we're finding out and we're finding people like you and like Dallas and, and all these people that are proving that there's no reason to just sit back in the recliner and waste away when you get to a certain age. There are people now who are who are finding themselves – at 50, 60, 70, and 80, and pushing themselves to things that they wouldn't do when they were 20. And you're you're one of those people that are reflecting back to those people that I got plenty of time to do something incredible with my life, even if I'm 70 or 72 or 73. And that's such an incredible gift, not for just you, but for people like you looking for someone like you to inspire them to be like you. Yeah, I, and I thank you for giving me this opportunity because I think I asked Crystal, had you ever interviewed anybody my age? No. I I don't think so, actually. No, I, I, yeah. I don't no. think so. So, I, I mean, to me, I'm hoping this will give not only people my age, you know, hope, you know, that they can, if I can do this, they can do this, and but the young ones to stick with it, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta keep moving. But, um. I mean, I think one of the biggest things about you, Diane, when I was doing my research, was that, you know what? There's no quit in you. You are so full of grace, and you have a side of grit to you that just, you know, is amazing. And I mean, to push through everything and still come out. The other side is, I mean, talk about an inspiration. I mean, it it just doesn't get much better than you, sweetie. You know, Crystal, I, I've, I, I've wondered what, what, what pushes me. What motive? I mean, why is it? Because I do feel like I am sort of different than some people. But Dallas, not too long ago, he posted something about. Oh God, can I? I haven't owned this yet, but it was like um, he said that that the um, it's like you're giving up your um, oh what was the word you're you're uh, avoiding your um, like when you're younger I had I had things that I I could have done I mean. Baby Ruth candy bar is my favorite candy bar, so much so. Somebody, when I was in art school, somebody gave me a whole case of, you know, 
but you can't, it's like I denied myself. I denied myself of the pleasures when I was younger for the rewards in the future. It was like that's what that's what that's what it's always been with me, you know. I had a baby. I gained a lot of weight. It, it it would be it would be so much harder, I think, to do what I've done if I weighed an extra hundred, two hundred, three hundred pounds. Okay. And I mean, I commend these people. And see, the other thing too, though, by when I in my thirties, I started eating to live, not living to eat. I changed the what you know. I gave up sugar. I cut back on car on um, bread, flour, you know, stuff like that. And so, I think I was in my sixty. Uh, was I in my sixties? Maybe when my husband got a job working for the city, and we had a city. What do you call it? Health clinic or something you could go to. And yep. the nurse practitioner was amazed. I had no inflammation in my body. And so what that meant was. I'm doing this program, and there was a lot of times I didn't have pain like other people did. But that goes back to the, my nutrition early on in life. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's um, So it's been, I've kind of been working on this all my life. It's just I never had an opportunity to do DDPY. I didn't know about it. And, I mean, I can't tell you the number of programs that I started but quit. I, you know, I just couldn't stick with anything like I have this program. And it's because of the community, the tribe we've got, and every now and then you could get encouragement from Dallas himself, you know, and you just see what other people are doing, and especially these young people. They make you feel young. And, um Wow. I know it's amazing to start this program at 70 years old. I mean, jeez, it is amazing. I, 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 I got to ask you, it's always important to have a, a, you know, a significant other by your side who supports you and really encourages you, and it seems like your husband is that person for you. You know, what has he meant to this whole experience for you, and how have you guys kind of you know, handled this together, this entire new change and growth in, in your lives? He's he's been he's been so good he's he's like my best friend and i think we're just so um i don't know i don't want to say needy but we are content whether we're doing things together or whether we're doing things alone on our own and he's tried to do ddpy with me but he's just he's just not there yet you know and he's given me this freedom and he sees he sees what it's done for me, how it's changed my life, how I've gotten my my physical mobility back and everything. And he just he supports me. He he does uh, my he's helped with the videos. And I mean, I especially like when he he started taking the birthday bikini photos of me. <laughs> that helps that helps me year by year. You know, it's not just okay, I'm going to get in shape to do this challenge this year. I'm going to stay in shape so that when my birthday rolls around next March, I'm still going to look good in a bikini. I mean, that's, I don't know, y'all might think these are crutches that I use, but this is this is all stuff that I do to help motivate me. 
and I will say, like people will say, don't weigh yourself every day. But when I gained, I gained weight come from the comfort food after that surgery, and I finally got down. It took me months, and I finally got down to my goal weight. But then I'd have it two days, and I'd blow it, and and I'd be a, like a yo-yo, up and down, up and down. And it's like, okay, what can I do to stick with my goal weight? And so I said, what I'm going to do, I'm going to video my scale every day. I'm going to weigh. I took a photo. I videoed it. And it's like, I'll put this in my Unstoppable Challenge <laughs> submission. That was going to be my accountability. It didn't, the scales didn't make it in in that three-minute video. But that was, it was like that was the accountability that I needed to to get myself to get down to that. And then I actually ended up getting two and a half pounds below my goal weight. Wow. Way to go. It's, so that's, everybody's that's different. You just, have, you just have to figure out. What what will make you, you know, how are you going to reward yourself? You know, what's going to make you feel good about doing something, you know, to reach your goal? Diane, can I tell you, I ran over my bathroom scale with the car. How, how did you do that? I ran it over. I threw it out on the driveway and I ran oh. it over. I oh, you ran did it, it intentionally. Oh. Yes. Okay. So I ran it into. Oh God. I put it into a million pieces. Oh, I figured God. if I was, I didn't want to be a slave to my scale, so I ran uh, it over and got rid of it. And we well, still don't have one. Oh my! See, you're a good example. You can't. You can't do what I do. I mean, it's you got to do what what you what works for you, Crystal. Right. Right. We all have a different operating manual, right. and mine right. is different from yours, and that's okay. <laughs> actually, actually, most people don't know this, but running over a bathroom scale is one of the famous Canadian Olympic sports that they, they did do every year. <laughs> oh, my God. Might be. Might be. <laughs> hold, on, hold on a sec. My mom's coughing down there. I want to make sure she's okay. Mom, say hi to DDP Radio. <laughs> We're visiting my mom, Hi, mom. And I just I'm not used to living with, with anyone with my wife And I heard someone coughing And I just had to check But uh, <laughs> we're staying down here to visit for the week So we're heading back on Saturday I just, I just wanted to give my mom a chance to shout out To everybody on DDP Radio <laughs> um, awesome. Diane, I, I gotta tell you like, I, I love your story And you know if you, t- you mentioned a few times that people might you know Think something or something and Whoever said that you have, there's an age limit to feeling good and putting on a bikini and feeling good. Like that is such an asinine thing that's, that's thrown at us all the time. And, you know, most of the people who, who have something to say about that are the people that don't feel good enough about themselves to be able to, right. to go out and do that. And in your spirit and your, you're just, you're, you're a charming person. And I'm so in, inspired by what you do and what you bring to this community and bring to the table. And, I think your story is going to do so much great for everybody. And I'm saying you keep taking those uh, bikini photos and you keep putting them up there and you keep showing the world every single year. And uh, I think you're, you're just a, a delight and I can't wait to see what you do going forward here. And um, I just want to say thank you because it's so important, like you said, to see people you kind of relate to doing great things. Yeah. 
And I think just yeah. you being out there and just putting your story out there is doing so much for a lot of people and giving them a lot of hope. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share it. You are so and, welcome. And b- before we start wrapping up real quick, I just wanted to ask, uh, you know, you mentioned the Positively Unsolvable Challenge. I want you to tell me what that meant for you and how that kept you on track and what that process kind of meant for your, your, your DEPY, your, your run here. How was that experience for you? Oh, well, it, it really did give me um, added motivation. Um, I had a really hard time. I, I, actually, I actually did start uh, working out again. I made a commitment the 1st of January 2023. I, I put in my my summary after I submitted it. I realized I put 2021 because that's when I actually started the program 2021. But I restarted after surgery January 1st, 2023. But it wasn't until like oh, I entered the challenge the last day because I wasn't sure what I'd be able to do because I was having to modify like crazy. But um, I did. I did start doing more in April, but it I think it was maybe May or June before I actually started even really documenting with videos and everything. And it was like, I know i got to show them that I can do this now. I mean, it was exciting to be able to, to do it, and it, 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 was, it was the added motivation I needed. I think I would have done it anyway, but... Then again, it was like, I felt like, I hate to say this, but I felt like people were watching me. They were wanting to see what I was doing. And I like that was another way I could prove to them that you can come back after major surgery, you know? Um, yeah. for, for sure. And, you know, the, the whole mantra of this, of this world we live in here in this DDPY world is, you know, you always hear it, fall down nine times, stand up eight. And you're one of those people that probably can can list every one of those fall down nine times or eight times. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> you probably <Yeah>. can, can <laughs> cite off all of those stumbles mm-hmm. that you've had along the way. But the, the yeah. key to that story is it, what would have uh, knocked down a lesser person made you rise up to the occasion and, and, and become better than ever. And that's the ultimate goal for someone in this world, in this community. And you're just getting better with age, like fine wine. You know, you just you keep going to that next level, that next plateau, and uh, you keep proving people wrong, proving yourself right, and just, you know, showing people along the way what an incredible, uh, you know, gift uh, experience and age and just keep pushing forward. And it's such an amazing journey you've had. And, and, I, and I, I'm inspired by it, and I hope I can be – uh, half the person you are when I when I get to seventy three. I'm not that far off, you know. I'm I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to live long it enough. Goes quick. I, 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 I'm going to live long enough. This is this is a thing that excites me because I have these people saying I want to be like you when when I I'm your age, you know. And I tell them it was like, oh my god, think how young you are, but you started <laughs> now. You're going to be doing so much more than me when you're my age, and I hope I live long enough to see what they're doing. You know, that that gives me even more motivation. But well, and the other thing I wanted to say, Mike, though, that what if I 
what if I'd not done DDPY before I had that surgery? That's what, oh, my God, I just can't imagine what it would have been like had I not done DDPY. My daughter said I was in the best physical condition of my life. She told the surgeon, let's do the surgery now, don't wait, you know. Wow. That's a good feeling, knowing that your daughter your daughter sees what this program has done for her mother, you know. I didn't mean to interrupt, but. No, no, that, that's that's perfect, and, and, and you, that's a great thing. The acknowledgement from your kids, they, they, they realize the hard work that you put in, and, mm-hmm. and you're showing them how it's done, and you're showing them that it can be done. Um, I love it, and, and I love your story, and I'm so grateful for you being here. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm 40 years old. If you're around when I turn 73, I will post my bikini picture on the DDPY Facebook page. <laughs> well, okay. well, look, you don't, you don't have to wait that long. We, I actually did a bikini Speedo Red Hot Core Fat Burner Challenge like two years ago. <laughs> Maybe we could get you doing oh. one of those. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, oh, man, now I'm going to be a hell to it. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to negotiate with my manager on that one. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, well, I'll be 100. I'll be 100. I can't wait. Oh, God, that would be well, awesome. That'll that'll be fun. So um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on with us here and chatting with us. And, and I'm so excited to see where you're going. Please come back and talk to us again. I'm so sorry we had to bump you the last time. Uh, we had power. We had lost power at the time at my house, and I'm so glad we can catch up here tonight. And uh, Crystal, we got to have uh, we got to have Diane back at some point and get a follow up. And, and we yeah. really, we're going to try to put that oh, um, video you. out from a couple years ago up on the DDPY Facebook page and send it around again and, re- and remind people of that amazing story. So thank you so much oh, for coming on and well. chatting with us. Oh, thank you guys for having me. It, it was fun. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Well, that makes I, me happy. I, I am too. And uh, before we go real quick, I just wanted you to address people listening. Is there any kind of advice you can offer to someone who might be feeling the way you were feeling before all this, you know, went down and give them a little bit of guidance on, on what to uh, expect on their, their, you know, launch into ZDPY? Well, I would, I would say definitely get involved with the private Facebook group because and post and when you post just don't put a text message put a picture because the visuals will grab people's attention and when people do respond to you like i did not realize that if you will respond back if you will thank them or even if you give them a little one of those what do you call it emoji signs or what you know like their comment or whatever that kind of puts your comment back up in front of a lot of other people and more people will see it and then more people will give you help and because this community is so awesome if you have any questions whatever post that to me that's really important um that's i mean besides doing the workouts and everything like that i mean to me that has really helped me stay involved Stay motivated, get inspired by other people, uh, watch the motivational Mondays at Dallas Post, watch the fabulous Fridays. And I hate I'm bringing all this stuff up, but when I started, I didn't even know about all this stuff. I I didn't even know he did a fabulous Friday on me until one of my motivational buddies said, oh, 
you know, did you see this? You know, and it's like, well, how how could Dallas be showing me? I mean, anyway, just well, get involved. And you, and you just got to step out of your comfort zone. That's what I did. You just have to step out. And, I mean, amazing things will happen when you do. Well, well said. You know, there's a lot of resources available for people in in the yes. DPY, you know, community. And sometimes we just can't see everybody. So reach out, make yourself known, and there's a lot of people willing to help you. Well, really well said. And uh, thank you so much for, for coming on with us tonight. We really appreciate you taking the time. Well, thank you again for having me. Thanks. Yeah. And I'll well, you. And... Yes. We'll definitely we'll talk to you again soon. So we appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, we always uh, wrap up um, this show with uh, our famous Canadian quote master herself, the world famous, the world renowned Crystal Stewart, wraps us up with a quote of the week. So without any further ado, Crystal, lay it on us. Let's get inspired. So I found this quote after some digging, and it just reminded me of Diane's story tonight, so I thought it was um, appropriate. Um, It's from Buddha, and the quote is, May I live like the lotus at ease in muddy water. Wow. That's that's great. I love that. Like the mighty water? I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Well, yep. Thank you so much, Crystal, and thank you, Diane. That was a great, uh, great episode. Thank you very much. I apologize. We, I've got a little bit of a lag here, so I just want to apologize to Diane and Crystal if I stepped on your toes any during uh, the show. It, it wasn't intentional. I'm, I got a bad connection, but I promise next time you come on with us, Diane, I'll make sure I'm all locked in, and ready to go, <laughs> and uh, with a better connection. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Crystal, for uh, DPY Radio. Crystal, Diane, Mike Mullins here broadcasting from the woods of New Hampshire with a terrible Internet connection. Thank you. We'll see you guys again soon. And uh, remember, <laughs> you. work hard. Anything is possible at any age. This, uh, this is for yeah. everybody. So come aboard yeah. and uh, let's do this. We'll see you guys. Okay. Yeah, today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh! He's in the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Wow. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a pre- of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.